right. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 21 of Big Red Banter. I am Skylar Holzman. As usual, joined alongside Jake Richards, who just trimmed his beard. Myself, I'm joined <laughs> alongside myself, uh, who just got a haircut. And uh, I'm also joined alongside, I guess, by that logic, our fourth member, uh, Mike Seitz, who is in the gym right now. How's it going, guys? What's up? All about the self-care, all about the trim, all about the two trims. And Mike, beefing up as always, you know, we're all 6'8", 280. Mike, definitely... <laughs> more dedicated than myself to keeping that stature. Mike, Mike, you don't, you don't have to pick up two entire barbells at once. Like you don't have to pick up two, two full bars. Well, what are you deadlifting, bro? 700 pounds. Let me set this down really quick. There you go. All right. All right. We're good. Clunk of the weights. Right. Mike, how you feeling? Feeling good. Banter in a workout. There's no better combo. There really oh, isn't. Right. Well, we all know like... Mike's just here for the NBA. Uh, <laughs> Wait, Jake, Jake, what were you going to say? <laughs> I just, I just feel like now I, because I'm sitting in my room um, with like a half open box of cheese, it's no more than two feet away from me. And, and then there's Mike working out while doing this. I've, I got it. I got to take control. Well, um. <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, uh, if it makes you any better, I cannot see the Cheez-Its. Um, and, uh, just dude, just, just tunnel in, tunnel in on the zoom call, bro. We got a jam packed show. Oh yeah. Um, we got a lot to talk about. I don't actually think I've said that phrase, although it feels like most of our shows have merited that, but especially this show, a lot of stuff has happened. We're recording this Wednesday night. Um, so again, if you hear it on Saturday, we have no idea, uh, what you're going to think about all this, uh, moves <laughs> may have been made. Um, so we'll see, but we'll get right into it. We'll start off with MLB. We got some MLB news. Um, Trevor May, Trevor May, Trevor May. Yeah. Wrong so Trevor, perhaps, but the Mets have signed a, a relief Trevor. pitcher. He's they signed a Trevor. A Trevor. Yes. Not, and that's not Trevor right Bauer. Now, not Trevor Bauer, but that is good enough for me. The Mets have made a move. Trevor May, a reliever. Um, I actually do not know what team he's from, but I know he's Twins. very good. He's Twins, good. Right. Okay. That's what I was going to say. He's a Twitch streamer. He is. You may, you may know him for being just baller at Fortnite. Um, if that's the case, you're listening to the wrong show, but, um, <laughs> but he, no, he's a good reliever. Uh, he's reuniting with his old pitching coach, uh, the pitching coach he had in arguably his, his best season. I think it was like 2017 or 18. Um, good reliever, not a closer by any means. Not that the Mets have a favorite for closer because Diaz right. is good. And then not, or bad and then good and you know inconsistent right. to say the least but um i mean yeah. hey arms are, he's a good arm uh in a crowded reliever market like this one it was good to see the mets be the first one to spend and be like you know what i want you and you want us so get over to new york and it was kind of there's, yeah trevor may's a good pitcher there's something beautiful about that um uh apparently you know so he got two years uh 15 million dollars um which that feels about right i mean just let's spend a little more like why don't you it's fine we have the money now like <laughs> Go crazy. It doesn't matter. Um, I will say the Mets, um, everything was going great uh, for only a few hours because if you're a Mets fan, like nothing goes well for more than a few hours uh, because then I got that might be hyperbolizing, but the Mets just announced that they're bringing back Steven Matz uh, one year, $5.2 million. And that I feels, like him. I, I, I know you he's don't. Had I know Mets he's had a shot. He's, he's had a shot. So I've, I've, I haven't met him, but uh, he's been to Binghamton a lot because that's where the farm system comes through. Steven Matz has had good years. 
I think the potential for Steven Matz to be a good pitcher is still there. And $5 million one year is low risk, hopefully high reward. Um, I don't think he should be put in the starting rotation. Um, leave that for like maybe Lugo. Um, yeah. I, I Look, Steven Matz input into the right situation. He's done a new training regiment with a whole new system. I don't know. I saw a tweet about it, but it's legit. Um, don't, don't ask any more questions about it, but I think Steven Matt's put into the right situation along with same with Trevor May. I think, I think if I, I think the Mets are going to be heavily reliant on their manager to make the right yeah. bullpen calls. And that is, will be determining if these were good signings or not. So I'll, well, they, I'll you know, get off that. I'll, I'll no, I mean, they're, and they're bringing back, we're bringing back Rojas, um, for, for a second year mm. I, as of now. So who I've met, I've met Luis Rojas. Good guy. Is he a nice guy? He's a good guy. He's, right? a, he's a nice guy. I mean, he's, he's kind of shy. Um, cause he was just like, you want my autograph? I'm the, I'm the manager. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. He's like, you have a pen. I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I liked like, him. Good conversation. No, I mean, yeah. That's, um, interesting. Yeah. He seems like, he seems like a very down to earth dude. My down to earth. I mean, he doesn't really speak or I've never really heard him speak. So, um, a lot of the players in the clubhouse like him, which is a good step. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, you know, we'll see what happens with Matt's. He's been getting injured a lot the last few seasons, which is mm. really just, it's so frustrating. He was so good when he came up. Um, all I could, th- like when I think Steven Matt's like what I want to think is the clip in his first game where he went like three for three or four for four or something uh, as a hitter. And he also pitched like <laughs> five or six innings of like one run ball. He gave up a home run, I think to Brendan Phillips in maybe his like second batter. And then he settled down from there and his grandpa was just like losing it in the box seat. <laughs> oh um, my God. Pitchers who rake pitchers who rake. <laughs> <laughs> right. Quoting that. um, Yeah. Quoting that timeless baseball term slash baby <laughs> Instagram account. Is that a thing? Pitchers who rake? Probably. It's probably a thing. Okay. I thought it was, but uh, it's, it does not matter. Um, But I, I, all I can think about is just how he's been injured, just costing the Mets so many runs and time. And let me tell you something, Skylar. Let me tell you something about Steven Matz for a second. This man has a sandwich named after him on Long Island. So I say give the Long Island kid a chance. He's had some injury <laughs> troubles. He's proven himself early. He has the potential. He's been in the gym. You know, can relate to that. And he's trying to get better. So yes. see what the coming season brings. <laughs> I, I agree, Mike. I agree. I agree. There we Wait, go. Wait, so I, I saw that. Blake Snell was offered to be traded, which I find to be just beautiful after how his season ended. But um, <laughs> <laughs> so the Padres are after him. They're 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 thinking about Bauer or Snell, which is, I mean, look, if the Padres get one of them. I think they're. It's, I it's, think you can honestly, they're they're World Series contenders if they get one of them. I like I I believe that. Well, keep in mind, no Mike Clevenger because he's getting Tommy John. Oh, that's true. But so Snell, they could be a healthy Denelson Lamette. Is still pretty. I mean, considering how well they did with maybe what, like four pitching appearances from Mike Clevenger in the regular yeah. season. Uh, probably more like, probably more like eight. But still, yeah. I mean, the Padres even without Clev are nasty. Uh, look out, Dodgers! Despite the fact that they might be getting no one. Um, yeah, I think, that, <laughs> dude, honestly, LA is like pissing me off because they're just, the, like the entire everywhere. the I entire like the entire NL West. Is the West frustrating. Coast. So you oh yeah, screw the West Coast. I hate the West Coast. If you're listening to this from the West Coast, I don't know why because the radio does not reach that far. But like, <laughs> what about the podcast? <laughs> no, we we our podcast also doesn't reach that far. 
Um, That's not how podcasts work, so. <laughs> don't worry about it. Um, with Screw the West Coast right now, they're all dynasties. Every single team is a dynasty in the West Coast. East Coast, we're just like down-to-earth people. We're just trying to get by. Like I, I mean, that's, our, that argue, arguably, in terms of baseball, the AL, or excuse me, the East NL and AL is just as competitive as the West AL and NL. I think the Central is just not Sucks. competitive they're not yeah <laughs> you know it's screw the mid i'm just i'm just losing <laughs> everybody but people in upstate new york right now or... absolutely screw you <laughs> <laughs> no, we love everyone keep listening to our podcast speaking um, of this yeah we love you guys uh speaking of the central <laughs> um the cubs so today so today is something that uh, today was like tender or non-tender day which sounds like it's either a fancy baseball term or cooking it's yeah, fancy exactly. baseball um basically it means if uh if somebody has yet to reach free agency if they're within the first six years of their career um you can decide if you want to pay them or not um which if you if you tender them that means you give you tender them a contract you give them a contract you say hey we'll we'll pay you this year right. uh, if you non-tender them you let them walk and they become a free agent uh kyle schwarber Power hitting outfielder for the Chicago Cubs, big part of the 2016 team, uh, has hit very well since. Um, has been non-tendered. I don't know why, but I have a, I have an idea so why. Weird. But it's I talk about it first, Skyler. Well, I mean, he's a good first player. Of all, he's he's a he's a great player. I feel like they he just never got the chance he should have gotten because he was a you know he was a catcher. He was a good catcher. Um, you know, he wasn't like a, he, you know, he wasn't like, you know, a top catcher in the majors, but he was up there and his bats great. They moved him to the outfield and they lost confidence in him. Cause he's not, he was not a great outfielder. He's a DH. Um, so like, well, well, I mean, now he's, now he's a DH when they move him back to the outfield. I feel like that might've like hit his confidence a little bit, but he's still been good. He's still jacked. Um, yeah. I remember that home run he hit. Um, I think it must've been in 2016 or the, the home run he hit on top of the scoreboard at Wrigley. Yeah. That just like that, that the ball just like landed there. It didn't move. <laughs> um, like he's, he's good. He's been good for a long time. And I think they're losing out a really good player. We were speculating about this earlier with the fact that Epstein, Theo Epstein um, left and all I of a sudden they just don't know th- what yeah. they're doing. I think I'm wondering if this is because the Cubs are in talks for trading Chris Bryant. They've talked about trading Kyle Schwarber before. So clearly they don't want to, they don't want to pay good players. Despite the fact that they just signed you Darvish or last year, they signed you Darvish to a, a huge extension. I don't, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Like, are the, are they rebuilding? Are they just, they just don't want to pay what $8 million to Kyle Schwarber. I, I, he didn't, <laughs> Kyle Schwarber didn't have a great 2020. So going into what is known as arbitration, he probably wouldn't have been asking for a lot of money. I don't understand why the Cubs are refusing to pay less than $10 million for a player who can hit you 30, 35 bombs. And exactly. It doesn't make any sense to me. And it's, it's, it's also weird. I mean, they, they, they had, they had a lot of underperforming players the last few years too. I mean, you oh, can't yeah. just like place the blame on shore, but I mean, look at Javi Baez this year. I think I'm pretty sure he like either. Javi, led the league Javi post, hit, yeah. Javi like, hit really poorly. Well, I mean, he, he almost, I think he almost led the league in strikeouts um, this year. And he just looked completely helpless at the plate. Um, a lot. I don't want to necessarily hold a bad 2020 against players that I've seen do well. Um, it sucks that they didn't play well and they should have, but I, I don't want to necessarily, I don't want to go into 2021 thinking X is a bad player. Um, right. And I, I think I don't, I don't, uh, the sabermetrics 
like Kyle Schwarber. He has a huge, very high, like weighted expected on base percentage. Some uh, the advanced numbers like Kyle Schwarber. Um, right. And so the Cubs lose Theo Epstein, one of the smartest guys in baseball, uh, you know, modern baseball. And, right. and then like who, who approved this? This is, I, I'm not saying I like have all the information that the Cubs front office has, but what I am saying is what's the plan? What are you doing? Like talk to me Cubs. Yeah, I have, I have no idea. I'm sure they're not going to comment on this. Cause that's just like, that's the biggest <laughs> thing we've heard today. And I mean, I'll keep, I'll keep checking for, for updates, but I just like, I just don't. They also, don't they also t- non-tendered like Alf, uh, Almora, Alfred Almora Jr. Who's like, uh, uh um, Albert Almora Jr. Alfred Jesus. Um, so like <laughs> they're, they're, they're dumping contracts of good and average ish players for reasons that I don't understand. Yeah. And I don't like it. It makes no sense. Yeah, that's that feels very justified. I I don't know what they're gonna do going forward, but they they have felt like they've been stuck, I guess, in between a rock and a hard place. If I'm using that correctly for the last few few years. They just or they just they can't commit to one direction or the other. One thing I do want to comment on before we move on is that John Lester, who was like huge for the Cubs, huge for the Red Sox when he was in the Red Sox, when he came to the Cubs, was a huge part of that clubhouse. Uh, really a leader for that team. He has sort of been on the record saying, I think this team doesn't necessarily feel as motivated to win a ring after 2016. I feel like a lot of these guys sort of got their big victory in 2016, broke the 108 year curse, which is huge. Right. And they deserve to feel happy about that. That's amazing. Yeah. But they should, I, I, John Lester was, I'm, I'm, you know, paraphrasing, but he was on record saying like, I don't think these guys have the hunger to win another one. It was, it was the hangover. It was like, they're still hungover from 2016. Yeah. I mean, if, to be fair, if there's a world series, that'll get you hungover for four years. It's, it's, that's that world series, but that doesn't doesn't mean it should happen. You're a professional baseball player. You should be driven every day to win a world series. And I don't think, I don't, I don't, I don't think the organization even feels that way anymore. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just, it's been weird to me. Um, I'm interested to see, what's going to happen going forward. And that's the stereotypical line I use. So we well, segue. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it's the truth, go, but go ahead. Yeah. Moving, moving no, I am on genuinely into the NFL. Interested. No, I yeah, was like, I'm course. genuinely no, interested, yeah. but also uh, yeah, <laughs> it's a great line to use. If you're going to transition into something, we'll else. move into the NFL. Yeah. Yeah. This is just valuable information for all the listeners. Uh, so you can just pick up on my like ticks and stuff. So NFL, my God. Um, I know we record this once every two weeks and uh yeah mike just came back on on camera um wow you're you look psychotic right now but for good reason <laughs> uh i feel psychotic i it's the, the the number of things that have happened in the nfl in the past like week it's it's been absurd it's been unbelievable i will preface this are this the Steelers are the Steelers playing like right now uh, we'll get to that we'll get to that um <laughs> sorry <laughs> I go, go, go. A lot. like this is gonna take us probably into our ad break um, so let's, let's just start by saying, first of all, Roger Goodell earlier today said, uh, he's not planning on having a bubble in the NFL for the playoffs because quote unquote, uh, the protocols, the protocols are working. Um, here is all the oh, reasons honey. why they're not. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, sweet all, B. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Continue. Here's every reason why they're not. Um, and not every reason, because if I we could have an episode on reasons why the what the NFL is doing is completely screwed up. We don't have time for that, so we'll get back to this. Um, 
the Broncos, the Denver Broncos, their quarterbacks, all of their quarterbacks, all four of their quarterbacks, um, I believe were in a meeting with, I think the quarterbacks coach uh, indoors to review game film. And they were lax with distancing, which means they didn't. And they were lax with masks, <laughs> which means they didn't, which means they didn't. <laughs> and so what happened is that coach uh, tested positive for COVID. So all of them had to go into like into quarantine and the Broncos were left without a quarterback for the game. So um, the Broncos initially wanted uh, Rob Calabrese, who is an offensive quality control coach. I don't Why is that even a position? First of all, offensive quality control. That's, yeah, it's, like, it's, it's so niche. It's like so unnecessarily niche. Um, yeah, well. The Broncos, they wanted him to play. They wanted the coach to play. And then everyone else was like, no, that's not okay. So instead they brought up this dude, Kendall Hinton, who was a rookie wide receiver from the practice squad, whose only experience at quarterback was at Wake Forest, like <laughs> recently. And so they brought him into the game. He had like literally a day to practice. Uh, he went uh, against the Saints, one of nine for two interceptions. So he had more interceptions than completion with a zero passer rating. And um, they lost 31 to three, uh, even though the Saints had no passing touchdowns, but they had four rushing touchdowns. So, hey, kid, here's the play card. Just 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 hand the ball to the running back or the tight end and and, and don't get don't get sacked. Yeah, coach. <laughs> yep. yep. He got he got sacked. He said it was actually the first time he'd been like hit, I guess, uh, in a few years. Um, and he did get sacked once. But wow. So, oh, was, oh no, whatever. Everyone was expecting it to go poorly. Um, and as I think one Bleach Report article described it, uh, it, or just one general article from somewhere else described it, uh, it went worse than it, it went worse than like the worst case scenario. Um, I they, like how Denver the, had to play, but then we we'll talk about another we, game we'll, that just we'll kept getting postponed. Because, yeah. So, so, the, so the, the the quarterbacks got fined. All the all the Broncos quarterbacks got fined, rightfully so. Mm. Um, they screwed up. Uh, they f- completely screwed up. Um, so that's that's just one. Case in point is why the Broncos uh, – that, that's why it's not working. That's why the program is not working. You would think in a meeting of all of your quarterbacks, you know, the key position, you would mm-hmm. be like, maybe I'll be a little more careful. Just maybe. But here's the thing. Not if you're the Broncos. Not if you're dead. I don't know what they teach there. Maybe they'll bring back Peyton next time. <laughs> Oh my God, he'd probably be more than happy. This is just embarrassing <laughs> he, for everyone. He wouldn't go one for nine with two interceptions and no passing yards. No, like that's kind of like, like even LeVar Ball, uh, like <laughs> when he was like, yeah, I could like, I could, you know, drop 50 against MJ or whatever, like BS that he was talking about. Like, like his thing, people think that would go poorly and it still would not go as poorly him versus MJ right now as this game went. So, Okay. <laughs> That's, keep him going, keep him going, analogy. So this is this is a rant. The second, the second reason. This is the biggest. This the this is the other reason why the other biggest reason why the protocols aren't working. So the Ravens Steelers game was supposed to be played. This is a great rivalry, by the way. The Steelers mm-hmm. were ten and zero, and the Ravens were six and four before today. Um, they uh, they were supposed to play on Thanksgiving, and it was a game everyone was looking forward to because the other two games kind of sucked. They were awful, and I'll just like who wants to watch the Lions lose yet another year? Come on. Um, no one in Detroit because uh, Detroit <laughs> fans are just sad all the time at this point. But um, so the Ravens Steelers game, they're supposed to be like their big marquee matchup um, Thursday night. And so the Ravens started testing positive for COVID 
and they tested positive for pretty much up until like literally yesterday, they had a, a, every day where I think they had ended up with 17 players, um, including key players, their quarterback, uh, LeVar, Le- uh, Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, Lamar Jackson, <laughs> Lamar. Um, <laughs> Mark Ingram, JK Dobbins, the running backs. They had a bunch of defensive guys, um, test positive. So they ended up postponing the game to, uh, to Sunday. Then they postponed the game to Monday and then they postponed the game to today. And, and so they postponed it to today. The game ended uh, a couple hours ago. The Steelers won 19 to 14. It was a horribly played game by the Steelers. Somehow uh, Bud Dupree, who is one of their best defensive uh, defensive players. Uh, he maybe tore his ACL and like, a, I'm pretty sure it was a non-contact play or just oh, stepped geez. awkwardly. And Mike, uh, Mike Tomlin said it was a JV effort <laughs> by the Steelers. Um, that's, that's all a summary. Now here's my emotional take on it. Okay. <laughs> I Emp- empty out your emotions with me, Scott. <laughs> I fully respect um, the, so, so they, they, the Ravens did shut down the facility, um, you know, until like Monday when they were sure, like not as many people would be testing positive mm-hmm. um, or like very fewer in their hopes, none. Um, I respect the effort by the Ravens today. Cause it was, it was a closer game and I'm not sure if it, it was a combination of the Ravens playing probably better than everyone expected. And also the Steelers playing much worse than everyone expected. Um, but my God, like they pushed this back so much so they could have as many players as possible. Um, Look at the Broncos. Look at literally what we just talked about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they should have been punished. They should absolutely be punished um, for the fact that they just, like, let this run rampant throughout their team. It also uh, says a lot know, about yeah. the NFL's priorities that, as I, as I said earlier, uh, you know, foreshadowing this, I don't understand why Denver was told, yeah, you got to play. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Find a quarterback. And Baltimore and – Pittsburgh was just like ah, two more days. Like, come on! <laughs> it's it made it made no sense the way that they handled it. Um, if you're going to punish some people but not others for breaking the same rules with the same protocol that are allegedly working, which they're not. So proto- yeah, protocols are working. Roger Goodell. Right, we have plenty of air. That quotes. is a clown move, Roger Goodell. That is a clown. Move. <laughs> it is a clown move, and. Um, I, I'd like, I'm upset about it. And, uh, you know, I don't know what, how the Ravens are going to take internal discipline. They should take some action at the very least. Oh, yeah. Um, but the NFL, my God needs to take some action. They should not have pushed this game back so much. And I understand they were, they were, I don't you know, I'm not going to say, I understand they were trying to do it for safety because I don't even know what the situation ended up being. Allegedly people were safe enough to play, but I don't know. Um, and that's why they should have had a shorter season and had like, you know, ended a couple weeks early so that they could move this game maybe back to the end. It's like a week 15 or 16. If it was a 14 game season so that they wouldn't have this problem of scheduling. Cause now the Steelers have to play on Sunday. Oh yeah. Or, or two. It's just, yeah, it's, it's screwed up. Like so one of one of these, like if you play a game Tuesday night, cause today's Tuesday, right? Right. Yes. No, okay. it's Wednesday. It's Wednesday. Oh, oh, Jesus Christ. All right. If you play a game <laughs> Wednesday night and you're supposed yep. to play again, Sunday, you are not well rested. Yep. Or it's either Sunday or, or, or Tuesday. But it's it's not enough rest. That's why p- players got injured today. Players yeah. got injured today because they didn't have enough time to practice. They didn't know when they were going to play. Like, that's that's a huge concern. This is a problem. But uh, should we move into more positive NFL news with Mahomes versus Brady? 
Yep, let's do that. Um, <laughs> appreciate everyone who like stuck through that rant. Um, oh yeah, hope it was, hope it was engaging. <laughs> We're um, upset. It's an emotional time <laughs> in our lives, guys. Yeah, it's really really tough. Um, Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. Um, every time they've met so far, which I think has been three or four times at this point, uh, the game yeah, has been decided by one score or less. I think the Mahomes Brady matchup is an even two and two at this point. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it, is, it is. Yeah, I. I, I, so the Chiefs won, uh, but I want to talk. We I don't necessarily want to talk about uh, like the score and the plays of the game. Uh, but you know, Tyreek Hill had a great game. Travis Kelsey. Uh, yeah, if you know. started them on on fantasy, my God, yeah, my God, Mahomes yeah. had four six four sixty two passing yards and three touchdowns, and all three touchdowns were thrown to Tyreek Hill, who had two hundred sixty nine yards receiving. So yeah, that's. But uh, yeah. so one thing that I noticed from Tom Brady was that he got upset a lot more than I think he normally does, which I mean, a lot of, you know, Brady fans will tell you that it's him being passionate. Yes, it is. But he's also a jerk. Um, <laughs> I, mean, I mean, he wants to win. He wants to win. I think he's, he's, he went from one of like a dynasty, a team under Bill Belichick that wanted to win every single year, every single year they wanted to win yeah. because most years they were either in or winning the Super Bowl. Not most, you know, many years. And even when they were bad, they were still a very motivated team. I don't think Brady is seeing that at Tampa Bay. I'm not saying that Tampa Bay doesn't want to win, but what I am saying is that the culture in Tampa Bay is not one that Brady was very used to. So when Brady gets upset, I think a lot of people are just like, there goes Tom, which I, how I feel, because I'm not a, I'm not a huge NFL person. I I don't really, it's not up to me. I'm not very passionate about which team wins. Uh, but clearly Brady is, I, I, I think it's the funniest thing in the world to see Tom Brady get upset and everybody around him to be like, yeah, I'll try. Like, <laughs> come on. <laughs> no, I, I, I and, totally it showed. And, yeah. and Mahomes had a much better game and the chiefs had a much better game. Chiefs yeah, are arguably well, a better team to just. I, I think, I think the chiefs are, I they look better than the Steelers right now, to be honest. They're, they're, they're one game behind the Steelers might actually just have to win out for them to get the first seed because the chiefs are just that good. They, the chiefs look like they're going to go 15 and one probably this year. Oh yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's weird. It's weird to watch. I mean, what, look, Brady, it's the first time he's lost three consecutive home games in his entire career. I'm pretty sure. Um, he just, it's, it's so tough. It's so tough to go. Different. There's, it's different. There's, and they're seven and five right now. They're, they are they're like, not bad. They're not bad, but they are fighting to make the playoffs period. Like, I think they're going to make it, but they're going to get a lower seed. They're not going to win their division by any stretch. I, um, yeah, I, I think if you're looking at Brady and Gronk and expecting them to be the driving force behind Tampa Bay to get deep into the playoffs, I think it's not impossible. But with the way the team is just sort of behaving around Brady and, and everybody – it's it doesn't it's looking less and less likely every week and yeah yeah you can you can hop on a bandwagon that's totally acceptable nowadays like just nowadays ever since everyone became warriors fans in 2015 everybody's just sort of like okay with bandwagons now 100 <laughs> percent. like it's it's just like because because you can't prevent it people will just do it and um yeah. you know i yeah no no shame like fully <laughs> go for it just choose choose a good team and you'll be happy forever um and you you know as long as you have the money to keep buying new jerseys, you'll be fine. <laughs> exactly right. 
Um, I remember my, I one time got a, I felt, I was, I felt bad about this for years after I got a, a Santonio Holmes Jersey when I was, when I was younger, uh, when he was on the jets and I got it the, like yeah. the, for, for my birthday, the week before uh, the jets uh, played in the playoffs uh, and they lost that game and then he got traded and I never wore it again. Speaking so, of the Jets, they're going to be 0-16. Yeah, let's talk about that. Um, there's yeah, really nothing to so, say. Sorry to quickly transition into something that no, we want to talk about later. But, but oh actually, my God, they're so that's bad. our entire bit. The, the Jets are going to go 0-16. Um, and moving <laughs> on uh, to, the, to the Giants. Um, are the they still Giants, beating the NFC East, by the way? Uh, they are. They are, in fact. <laughs> Mike, Mike, you have a face. Uh, what do you have to say about the Giants? Well, we're not looking too good after Daniel Jones pulled his hammy. He's going to be out for a little bit with that hamstring. But Colt McCoy uh, is not much of a replacement, unfortunately. <laughs> you know, the one upside is Gallman is a great running back. So he's, yeah. he's getting touches. He's running. And they're closely losing. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. That is beautifully phrased, Mike. Um, just just yeah, hang think- on. You're in a division where everybody's going to lose – more often than not, just just hang on. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fine. Everyone's just pretty much gonna lose out, and um, but I would love <laughs> no, to see nobody in that division round. is is looking to be like, yeah, deep playoffs. Nope, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, but I'm so excited to see because I feel like it's just gonna be one of those really fun blowouts in the first round that you, that you see <laughs> in the playoffs sometimes. So, um, I mean, speaking of, oh no, you go, you go. I wonder who the Giants are gonna get destroyed by in the first round. Oh, I can't <laughs> wait to see. <laughs> I like my, I my over high, under on that game. Like my my high school team probably um, <laughs> probably would uh would tear him up. Um, <laughs> the, the the last thing last thing I'll say is um speaking of the NFC Easter is many announcers think they've cleverly uh, come up with this term the NFC least. Um, <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah there you go um that's that feels appropriate. The Cowboys got <laughs> crushed by the Redskins on Thanksgiving, um, which is what I was referring to earlier. Oh, uh, the, the Washington football team. Sorry. Oh my God. I, I did this last week. Um, <laughs> Don't worry. My God. Uh, yeah. The Washington they, 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 boring team. Uh, you're fine. <laughs> if you call them the Redskins, it's because they were, have been the Redskins for most of your childhood. I just type it out like so absentmindedly. Um, I do apologize, but uh, it is the Washington football team and they did crush the Cowboys 41, 16, which, um, Man, yeah, Jerry Jones, um, he's good. I guess he's going to live forever um, in sadness, but uh, <laughs> or in, until Dak Prescott comes back. So, um, oh, my favorite, my favorite part of my Thanksgiving, it had nothing to do. I mean, my food was the food was great and the yep. family was was there. Uh, I love my, I love my family. They're all great. But my favorite part was the Stephen A. Smith video of the Cowboys list. He celebrates it like a king every time. And I'm not the biggest Stephen A. Smith fan, but I like that tweet every week. I, I love that. I feel like um that that pure man, uh, <laughs> that, that pure take on the Cowboys uh, is what's going to lead us into this quick break. We will be right back. No matter where I go, I insist on looking stylish and being comfortable. So I rely on the eye-catching menswear at Tropical Bros. They have everything I need. Happening Hawaiian shirts, snappy polos, and sharp swimsuits. So, whether I'm swinging on the links, sunning by the pool, or sipping at the bar, I always look and feel my best. Stylish. Gentlemen, find your style at tropicalbros.com. That's tropicalbros.com. First-time customers will receive 30% off with the code TROPICAL. Enjoy life in style. Tropical style. That was a really cool message uh, from our sponsor, Tropical Bros. Um, Guys, 
just just grab some tropical bros gear man we've been saying it i'll say it i'll say it like 10 to 12 times and i'll say it another time <laughs> go grab some of their gear man they have some great gear they have some winter gear i know it's cold um unless you're maybe listening on the west coast which i called you out for um <laughs> earlier in this episode but uh <laughs> which i made you feel guilty for about 15 minutes ago <laughs> right or maybe you're in the midwest which i also uh maybe made you feel guilty about but <laughs> one thing you should not feel guilty about is your opportunity that you still have even when it's winter up here and it's cold where we all are in new york but it may be warm in some places that's just how weather works and therefore you should go grab some warm tropical bros get a, gear. Get, a get a beautiful gift for a special someone the i've i've been told it's what the kids call cuffing season if you want to give your special someone a gift that'd be nice uh who doesn't who doesn't who doesn't love a gift that takes them out of their seasonal depression that's yes it's my kind of gift (laughs) absolutely like a gift with a shirt maybe with pineapples like i own um or the the natter days natty light with the flamingos that's the one i have i love it yes oh my god they're so comfortable um you can just get them and feel comfortable and just feel like your house is a tropical island. Just um, feel like a king, no matter where you go. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, that is my message to you. Make sure to use the code TropicalBanter on TropicalBros.com for 20% off your first purchase from them. That is TropicalBanter is the code on TropicalBros.com for 20% off your first purchase. Let's get it going. Mike, what you got for us? Take it away, Mike. I got a big move at Los Angeles. Big shocker uh, of the trade window. <laughs> I should say trade window. I should say free agency window. But LeBron James has, has re-signed. I'm only kidding. We, we know LeBron was going to re-sign with the Lakers. Oh, yeah. But let's get into the big blockbuster trade. John Wall, Russell Westbrook. Swapping, swapping teams. So John oh, Wall's going to Houston. And Russell Westbrook will be in Washington with Mr. Bradley Beal. And that is the newest <laughs> dynamic duo. Indeed. Yeah. Wow. What, what do you guys think about that? We'll go back to Braun in a minute, but this, this news literally just broke like an, about an hour ago. Yeah. Like right so, before we started recording. Yeah. I, that's what I found out anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. So, so John Wall has been, he's been injured for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. Um, Russell Westbrook. Uh, I feel like we can all feel confident saying that um, once he gets to the point where he can't be explosive, which is probably going to be in the next few years, he's going to lose all his value. He also can't shoot well. He's pretty good at uh, assists, but again, anyone can be good at assists if you if you're like not blind. So uh, I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, Mike's laughing, and I'm like, well. Um. <laughs> so so okay. So fight me on that. What do you guys think about it? I don't Jake, know I enough. Think, Go ahead, Jake, Mike. I, yeah. I think he has like a dynamic score and Beal. I would have liked them to get a different pass first point guard mm-hmm. versus a Westbrook who has infamously been known as a ball hog (laughs) throughout the the bigger part of his career. And as Skyler said, there are some concerns whether, you know, his style of play is is sustainable. Again, he's very explosive, triple-double kind of guy. But as you age, you know, your body stops working. So, yeah, (laughs) I think, I think with Westbrook, again, he's, he's still got, he's still got it obviously, but, Unless the, the Wizards can add another piece, you know, I'm keen to see what, what else they can put together with this roster um, to, to be competitive in, in the East, which is still uh, relatively open. 
Yeah, I. So you know, Westbrook is known for being an aggressive, just aggressive. That's that's really the only word I can put to it because I'm not huge into basketball terms. But he's he's an aggressive player, and I'm wondering if that will bode well with his teammates. Will bode well with the the culture in Washington. I'm wondering if that's what Washington's looking for. If they're looking for, you know, to bring up young talent to be like, look at look at Russell Westbrook. He's he's you know, call him ball hog, call him all you want, but the guys are a, a gritty, aggressive player, and that's what we want. We want that energy from our young players. So I, I, I don't want to write off this move. I don't think anybody does, but I do think uh, there are questions that need to be answered before people are happy with it. Well, I mean, you just think about think about the um, the impact on James Harden. Like I know he was saying he maybe there were there was speculation as to. Uh, whether some Rockets players maybe wanted out of Houston. Uh, obviously Westbrook got out, but how is this going to affect James Harden? I mean, like Harden was also kind of as a ball hog, but uh, you know, Harden's an objectively better player than Westbrook. Um, is, is this move meant to free up uh, James Harden to kind of like just do his thing? Like, is that going to be the best thing for them? Um, I don't know why I'm asking all these questions. I should sound more sure of myself, but no, um, I mean, it's a good question. I think John Wall is, is good enough where he can't hurt but it's not going to make them that much better, in my opinion. Houston, I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I don't think anybody said, whoa, John Wall, man, the Rockets are going to be a monster. Like, I don't, nobody said that. <laughs> yeah, Jake, Jake, I said, oh, my God, Westbrook just got traded for John Wall. Don't, way, don't, 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 don't do this to me. <laughs> I, I, just, I won't add you. Never mind. Um, <laughs> you were like, yes, John I, Wall, I've, the player I've, on the Washington I've, Wizards, I've, of course. I, don't, I didn't know who John Wall was. To be fair, I haven't gotten into the NBA until I had to do the show. It's and fun. he's also, been hurt for a while. So he's been, he has been hurt for a while. So that's yeah. uh, we forgive you. Um, the West Coast forgives Aww. you. Uh, well, not you, but me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's gonna be that's gonna be an interesting trade. Um, I don't know if we'll see more blockbuster trades, but um, yeah. I mean, like aside from that, you have the consistency with uh, Braun signing with the Lakers. It was what two years? Two years, eighty-five million dollars. He's getting. Uh, I max. think isn't he like? Aren't him and Curry now the only two players that are getting paid more than forty a year? Um, no, it was, it was them two and Gordon Hayward, I think. Oh yeah, that's right. Oh, no, no, no. Or, no, 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 sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, Hayward was a different stat. It was like, he was one of only a few players to sign multiple 30 plus million dollar year contracts. It's not like a five-year deal. I thought, right. I was, I think it was four for 120 or my, yeah, was something for... like that. The, the point we're trying to make is, I mean, I mean, LeBron makes enough money from not the team that pays him, uh, yeah. more than enough, but yeah, it's, it's. Two years, uh, you know, in basketball, you don't typically see contracts go as long as they do in baseball because careers are shorter. But um, two years, $85 million, man, I would kill the James family right about now. Have you? <laughs> they, 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 I, I read this that he's going to have made uh, just from his playing career alone, which, again, probably d- does not account for a significant portion of oh, yeah. what he's worth and what he's made he, in, his, yeah, in his entire career. Yeah, yeah, with like from Nike sponsorships and all that. $435 million just from just from his playing career when this deal is over, when this deal ends and he's going to play beyond this deal. We know that for sure. So yeah, um, it's, yeah, he's got to come to the Knicks sometime, right? Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I, I saw, I saw the two year deal and I was like, this is perfect because this leaves him just enough time to go to a team, maybe end his career at said team, but still be like known as making a good impact for a few years on said team. If that yeah, makes sense. Wherever he goes, like his goal is just to bring a championship to like new cities every every year. 
Like that's every time he switches teams. I want to bring a championship to Portland because they haven't won one in a while, and I'm bored. (laughs) That's actually that's not only is that funny, but that's a perfect transition to Damian Lillard (laughs) talking. Um, And there there was I just found this quote funny. Um, It might have just been me, but uh, he said the bubble was "quote unquote" way easier uh, than the normal season, Um, which I would be like, yes, yes, I fully agree with that. Uh, Except for uh, he kind of lost like man win, or losing lost. has been never been so easy before man i love it <laughs> i mean that's also objectively true you don't have fans like booing <laughs> you on the way out like that's a good point yeah <laughs> you don't have to worry about 76ers fans throwing beer at you or anything like that that's true that's true um i i just it, it feels I, I don't know it feels kind of ballsy to have said that um i i, I mean Sorry, I'm 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 not a huge fan of the city of Philadelphia, and at least they're sports oh, fans no. at the moment. Um, that's that, that's valid. That's valid. <laughs> I mean, like, and you know what they're getting with? If you think they're getting what they deserve with the Eagles, um, then they're getting what they deserve. It's fine. The Eagles suck. Um, Carson Wentz <laughs> is not the guy, but um, but that's that's irrelevant. Uh, we can't even talk <laughs> about that. We moved past the NFL. It's gone forever. Um, what do you guys think about the the? What do you think about the statement? Is it as ballsy as like <laughs> I kind of felt about it? I felt about it. I don't know. What do you guys think? Go ahead, Mike. I don't necessarily have any new information to add on that. No, and he's just shaking his head. Good, good, I, thing, good thing you're shaking your head on a podcast because people can see that. Um, <laughs> he's busy. He's <laughs> pumping irons, let just, bro. Let me just say on the subject of L's, I'd like to transition from NBA. Um, the NBA stays <laughs> taking L's and notably via an NBA alumnus or post-NBA player. Nate Robinson, as of late, has been getting headlines for the wrong reasons. Oh, no. uh, this one's for my NBA family. Oh, trying, no. to, oh, trying to wear the NBA family badge of honor and carrying it uh, basically off a cliff <laughs> into, into an abyss, <laughs> an endless abyss of He's Twitter still memes. Twitter memes. And uh, <laughs> good sleepies ad, ad advertisements. And uh, he'll probably have a couple deals coming in the mail from Mattress Firm, among other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah go um, of your perfect mattress guaranteed metro mattress sleep number bed for uh <laughs> the, the two setting two being the number of rounds tempopedic mattress yeah exactly <laughs> please um, sponsor us we can keep these jokes going forever guys oh very very God. disappointing loss to jake paul uh in the card beneath the tyson jones fight uh what was it last weekend yeah. Do you, you gentlemen have any comments on that? Man, I have a lot of thoughts. Um, namely, uh, I'm very happy that everyone finally who was waiting in the wings to have an excuse to fight Jake Paul um, finally declared, decreed it after he knocked out Nate Robinson. Everyone was like, I got, I got to fight him now. Like I got to fight him. Now. I have to um, kick this guy's. I just, I have to do it. Like it, it's not, it's not about, I think I'm a better fighter than him. It's about, I hate his guts so much. And you know what? Like, He's dumb enough to the point where he might actually accept some of these fights. Like he's, I, he's hasn't he challenged enough. Floyd Mayweather before? Like, can someone I mean, please look, okay, just look put him to sleep on a mat for a little while? I I mean, look at the way he's acting. I mean, like he probably already has like CTE. Like it doesn't matter. <laughs> he's, he's like it does. It really doesn't matter. I would love to see people fight him. Um, I would love to like. My God, it would make me the happiest man alive to see Jake Paul get knocked out cold on one swing from just like literally anyone, literally anyone. 
I don't care who it is. Hey, we're all 6'8", 280. I'm actually uh, – <laughs> you yeah, might Jake actually Paul. challenge us if we if we get too much yeah, attraction to this. Yeah. And I don't uh, – call me what you want, but I'm, I'm not about to put... – Or Jake Paul, if you do challenge us, yes, we are 6'8", you know, and 280. You know, we'll, we'll 1v3 you. I don't care. Jake against Jake. Let's do a 1v1. Uh, yeah. Jake, Jake Richards. Let's Jake go. Let's go. Come on, bro. Let's go. Happy, <laughs> man. Really, bro. look really good on a card, Jake v. Jake. Um, that's exciting. Uh, and shout out to our former GM. It just says Morales. Jake six eight two eighty, and then it just shows me walking right up into the mountain. Yep. That, <laughs> that is a lie. If you do, if you do the camera angle correctly, um, if they're just filming from like kind of below a little bit, um, you'll look gigantic. Well, Mike, you'll be my personal trainer, all right. I bet yes. you'd be saying yes. I feel like that's <laughs> if, if his mic was off, he would be. If his mic was on, he would be saying yes. Um, so, uh, yeah, I. I um, and, and again, notice how I slipped in shout out to our former GM, Christopher Morales. Um, always got to get him in there. Always in there. Um, yeah, I, I, it was really sad to see, uh, Nate Robinson get knocked out. Um, you know, I've never been rooting for someone I didn't know more than in my life. Yeah. But I like, I guess it is what it is. Um, and, and I, I do have faith that Jake Paul will fight again and will, uh, fall next time. Hopefully. <laughs> Um, so I can make uh, some dumb joke like "aha," like Jake Fall or something. And you know, <laughs> you already have that planned out. Yes, I, I, yeah, I do. So I, just, I need him to fight again, so I, I can have that terrible joke. It's along the lines of like the NFC least. It's like, yes, I claim that, even though I guarantee other people have said that. But, um, or I'm claiming it on the podcast. I'm claiming it right now. Uh, Jake Skyler Fall. coined NFC. Oh, Jake Fall. Okay, yeah. Yes, Jake, future, on, future Jake Fall on December second, twenty twenty. Skyler Holzman, Jake Fall, trademark. Yes, and uh, if you say it, uh, you will pay me money, and we may not uh, need any more sponsors for the show. So, um, but also sponsor if you if you want. Um, so uh, that that did happen. Um, it, it was sad to see. I mean, if we if we move over to uh, to to Mike Tyson, it's supposed to be an exhibition. Uh, he tied with uh, Roy Jones Jr. It was really really anticlimactic. Um, I think the most exciting part uh, for most people was um, uh, discovering how to stream it illegally, uh, and that was. <laughs> Man, Reddit really had a lot of streams on, on that day. You notice that? <laughs> yeah, I would actually be willing to bet that more people uh, probably streamed it uh, illegally than legally. Um, I did not watch it because I'm an upstanding The Game citizen. of Thrones of boxing matches. <laughs> exactly. So I didn't, I didn't watch it. Um, but uh, I heard it was boring and I have no regrets. I don't know if you guys heard anything about it or have any takes. I, on I just the, heard back. that uh, Tyson really sort of gave it to him and really tired him out. Clearly, one's a fighter, uh, obviously. Yep. I, 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 I don't really know where I'm going with this. Mike, do you have anything you want to add? Yeah, I mean, listen, I, I ordered the fight. I, I watched each undercard and, and the main cards, uh, if you count the Paul Robinson uh, fiasco. Um, <laughs> the first fight, first undercard, uh, Vasquez and Gonzalez was a blockbuster. Two relative, well, honestly, not even re- well, relatively unknown, just unknown boxers. And they put on a show, and it was a very close decision for Vasquez. Um, but that was super entertaining, the best fight of the night, and no one, no one knows about it. Uh, there was another fight that kind of piqued my interest. It was this guy Blake McKernan. He's a former Army gunner and Iraq vet, and he went the distance. Unfortunately, he lost, but he really toughed it out against a two-time world champ whose name is uh, not coming to mind right now, but shout out to Blake McKernan. Um, 
what a performance, even in the loss. I mean, to just dog it out and, and survive. And otherwise, um, yeah, what you said on Tyson, listen, he's, he, they're both old. I think, I think it was definitely a mismatch. I think nope. Tyson will fight again very soon. Yeah, no, no doubt in my mind. Uh, he looks terrifying um, as ever. So, yeah, that's a that that was the boxing news. Um, we uh, it's really a shame that this this airs on Saturday because if it if it just aired immediately, like we would be reporting breaking news right now. Um, Leangelo Ball, the third Ball brother, has just signed with the Detroit Pistons. Yeah, which Pistons. means that all of the Ball brothers are on an NBA team. Wow. Um, That's one family. It's intense. Um, I am not super shocked because I'm sure LeVar Ball paid off somebody like to, to, (laughs) to have him sign. I want to see his kids do well. Clearly, clearly it's a family of ballers. Oh God. Sorry. Do you want to trademark that as well? Nope. I All regret right. saying it on air. Noted. Very noted. Um, cool. <laughs> that'll be on our. It's a late our episode. <laughs> it's nine thirty. It's, it's I'll make crazy. Sure that is the only thing that shows up in our episode preview on Instagram. Um, it'll <laughs> just be you saying uh, "family's baller." So, um, yeah, Louis no. Angel Ball. <laughs> it was about, I don't know, I think fifteen minutes ago. It was just it was just reported. Um, yeah, I mean, who knows how well he's going to do? He's definitely not going to start. Um, but. I mean, he's going to be there. It would be cool. It'll be cool. Uh, there'd be a higher chance of the Ball Brothers facing each other in a game. Although I think, honestly, it's going to be tough to see. You know, Lamelo. Lamelo will probably um, end up starting at some point because uh, he got picked pretty early on. Uh, but I don't know if Leangelo ever will. So that's just kind of how it works. But that just happened. Um, yes. Thank us, listeners, um, for that beautiful update. Um, all right, cool. We have another uh, piece of breaking news. Yeah, so I just got this notification. Corey uh Pretty solid pitcher, uh, an all-star, or past all-star, 2017 all-star from the Milwaukee Brewers, traded to the Dodgers. Uh, Interesting. Interesting. uh, So, in 2017, the year he was an all-star, he – oh, please give me the number. I hate baseball reference. He played in (laughs) 76 – I mean, look, regardless of his numbers, the dude made the all-star team. The guy is – like shown previously to have electric electric stuff i'm not saying he's the ace of that staff by any means but here i, I want to know what the dodgers gave up for him I'm, what's the answer i still have yet to figure out um yeah i'm, I'm, I'm assuming really sure prospects Corey, I'm assu- Corey Nebo. oh it's uh for player to be named or cash or cat yeah so it's i mean yeah he had a 1.78 era uh a really you know bullpen guy clear i mean the Brewers bullpen just keeps delivering somehow. Uh, yeah. Their pitching staff is is very underrated. But um, did I say Canable? Jesus. Um, but the point I'm trying to make <laughs> is the Dodgers have yet another piece that they gave up pretty much nothing for uh, that Jesus. will be lethal. So yeah. watch out for the Dodgers. Well, and, it's also it's it's crazy yeah. because last time uh, last time we got this news right after the right after the show we didn't we didn't add it in, but the Dodgers were also reported uh, as being interested in Nolan Arenado as well. Yeah, which I, I, a few writers are like, I would be surprised if he isn't in LA. I'd be like, please leave me be. Twenty twenty has been hard enough. <laughs> Don't need to do this. Just please, please. <laughs> I've never been so desperate to not see a trade happen in my entire this is, life. This is why I had the rant on the West Coast. 
This is exactly why I had the rant on the West Coast. It's not fair. It's, it's really, really not. not fair. They're just I've... such big market teams, man. Oh, my God. Uh, okay, cool. Well, uh, I hope the Arenado trade does not happen. Um, moving I want, into – I want baseball to start so that I don't have to keep complaining about the offseason anymore. That's my final thought. Yeah. Oh, by the way, next uh, next t- next episode we have, it'll air right before uh, the beginning of the NBA, the new NBA season. Um, so we'll have to do sure. predictions yeah, for that. We will have predictions after that. 100%. Um, okay, cool. We're moving into uh final section uh, with a couple of um, just some college news, man. Like this is, this is a college radio station. Um, this is we're a college very radio professional. Um, and we don't curse. So uh, I think I might have at one point, you might have to go back and check that out. Sorry. Oh, I think, you're, I think you're good. No, you're, I think you're fine. It was, it was, yeah, probably it's past my bedtime Skylar. I'm you're right. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're absolutely correct. You specifically told us that you can't do shows um, this late because you do have to go to bed because your parents told you you have to go to bed. So uh, I understand. <laughs> yeah. Just don't look it up. Don't ask any questions. Um, yeah. It's past my bedtime. I need my warm milk. I got to go to bed guys. <laughs> so speaking of bedtime, uh, college football, uh, college football, that was a seamless transition. Uh, Northwestern, um, who was the eighth seed as of last week, got upset by Michigan state university um who also were successful in, in, in basketball which we'll get to but um mm-hmm. unranked michigan state university upset northwestern and uh that pretty much ruins northwestern shot <laughs> that absolutely ruins northwestern shot they were on the outside looking in as it was but uh, they mm-hmm. now have no chance to make the college football playoff um it was it was it was fun watching them and i think they'll still probably get a bowl game but it was it it was fun watching them because they just i didn't even know northwestern was good um i'm not even sure I, if they are good I don't know maybe wow. they're just like maybe they're just like bribing and throwing games or something. I don't really know. But in a season um, where so many conferences are just not performing well, uh, you never know what can happen. I'm not even sure how like bowl games would work in a year where conferences are just a, a nightmare. I have no, I have absolutely no clue. Um, the other uh, big game from last week, I know there's an Oregon versus Oregon State where Oregon State upset Oregon 41 um, 38. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the game that I actually watched uh, was the Alabama Auburn game, which is the iron bowl. And, you know, every year they have the iron bowl and every, you know, we had that one year where there was a, the field goal attempt to win the game didn't go far enough uh, or, or it was a field goal. With, oh, oh no. You know what? It was, it was some kick um, into the end zone mm-hmm. and uh, uh, the Auburn player caught it, ran it back for a touchdown and walked it off for Auburn. So every year Auburn comes out and they're like, yeah, we can beat them. We're going to yeah. win this game. Auburn's going to win this that, game. Auburn never wants to let you forget that they can still be okay. And right. they can ha- yeah, they can have a game or two where they're good. Exactly. And uh, what happened this game was uh, this was a game where they were not good. Uh, and Alabama <laughs> beat the absolute crap out of Auburn. Nice. Um, nice Mac catch. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> I saved myself there, but uh, Mac Jones, I think threw for like 305 yards. I'm pretty sure he threw for five touchdowns. I want to say all to different receivers. Uh, if my wow. brain does not deceive me, uh, it was 18 of 26, I think as well. Um, crushed him 42, 13. Uh, it's fun. It's fun to watch Alabama games. Like I'll, I'll just say it. Like it's really fun to watch games at Alabama. They just usually crush teams and they do it so easily. Um, and it's, <laughs> yeah, they, they, they take their football a little too seriously for my taste, yeah. but I mean, Hey, you know yeah. what? They're having fun. They're winning games and hopefully 
no more players or coaches are getting sick. So yeah, well, or, or fans. Saban, Saban couldn't coach this game because he uh, had tested positive again yeah, exactly. for COVID. That's so yeah. Steve Sarkeesian, I think, was the was the backup coach for that game. Uh, but so that was um, that was college football. Uh, moving over to college basketball, that'll be our last segment. Uh, Michigan State University again ranked eight, uh, beat number six Duke. Always fun to see Duke lose. Love to see Duke lose. <laughs> 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 so uh my knowledge of college basketball is uh maybe maybe i'll read a few articles if i'm uh, before i make a bracket uh there's there's mike oh mike's holding up a a duke sweatshirt um we will help you burn it when we get back to school um so no worries <laughs> he's like that. no i like it big smiles from mike <laughs> i see i i don't know the yeah I'm, i would not be surprised with public health concerns on the rise if a tournament ends up being played or at least in the way that we are normally used to having it, I imagine come March, the question of, Oh bro, you want to do a bracket? Well, uh, not be asked in the same way it normally will be. Uh, I'm just making that call right now. Well, I mean, uh, (laughs) I mean, here's the thing though, like it becomes somewhat, of a bubble anyway, right? Towards the latter parts of the, the tournament. Oh yeah. For, for madness, for, for March madness. For, that's for true. Madness, but, yeah. Because for sure. you know, if they're able real. to do that, if they're able to do that with these bigger schools, which I, I don't know. I mean, they obviously have no fans now. It's, it's especially precarious since it's indoors, but um, they, they might be able to, they legitimately um, if they can figure out a way to kind of have a bubble, that might be the way that they can get it done. Um, a real bubble. Kind of bubble. Like not a, a major, not, not not a major league baseball playoff bubble, a real nope. bubble. <laughs> exactly. Oh, I mean, yeah, and and you know, we're talking about two other teams: uh, Kansas versus Kentucky. Kansas beat Kentucky. Two teams that faced off in the uh, college football, uh, or duh, college basketball final, um, uh, a bunch of years ago. So, um, yeah, the, the the last thing we really have to say on that is uh, Gonzaga is the t- Gonzaga Gonzaga. Uh, they're the top ranked team. Yeah. I don't know where it is. I'm pretty sure it's in Pennsylvania um, and they've been good for a long time. I think that the zips or no, is that that's Akron zips. What is the Gonzaga Zaga? Yeah. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. There you go. Bulldogs. Yeah. I don't know why I thought it was the zips. Okay. Weird. Um, I don't think they're in Pennsylvania yeah. though. They are in Pennsylvania. I, I do believe. Um, yeah. Yo, Pennsylvania has some good college basketball teams. Yeah. They got Villanova. Um, I can't name any others, uh, but they do. They have, Penn State is always, I mean, they take themselves too seriously in college athletics every time. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> that's, that's fully valid. Um, Just to clarify, Gonzaga is in Spokane, Washington, so I was correct. In Spokane, oh. Washington? Oh. Oh, my God. Like, Washington State? Are you smarter than a college junior? <laughs> Mike Seitz is. <laughs> <laughs> He's smarter than himself. Uh, yeah, that's... another college junior. <laughs> oh my god. Um, yeah. So uh, forget everything I said. Uh, I'm not going to cut it out. Of uh, we all make mistakes. Uh, it's past your bedtime show. too, buddy. You're absolutely correct. Um, and uh, with that, I'm going to go to sleep. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, hope uh, hope everyone's staying uh, staying safe and healthy. Um, yeah. Th- thanks for hanging in with three crazy kids for an hour. Uh, one of us lifting and, and bringing us the classic emoticons in the NBA and two of us just, just not shutting up and going on random tangents. <laughs> yeah. Just, just three small town kids with the dream to have a radio 
signal reach the West Coast. That's all it is. No, you better um, hope not. Yeah, really. Um, <laughs> apologies to the West Coast and Midwest people, or mid central, central and mid east. Apologies people. to Americans everywhere for this. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> and that feels like the right way to end our show. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Hope everyone stays well, and uh, we'll be back. Stay live. safe. Stay sane. Happy holidays. We'll be back for for like we'll be back for the holiday. Holiday. holiday well, season. if you're celebrating Hanukkah, uh, which I think starts the uh, the tenth. If I'm correct, because yeah, I'm happy Hanukkah. Know this happy Hanukkah and um, we'll uh, we'll be back. Stay well. We will be back live in a couple weeks. If you're listening to this on a podcast. We'll be back on a podcast in two weeks. Make sure to check out our social media accounts at WVBR FM sports on Instagram and Twitter. And also check out our written content on WVBR.com slash sports. Big Red Banter airs bi-weekly at 4 p.m., but on the weeks that banter is not airing, make sure to check in at the same time for special coverage of Cornell's athletes.